This podcast includes adult themes and discussion. We know it's why you're here. Listening discretion is advised. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Welcome to uh, Hissin' and Kissin', a podcast (laughs) for monster fuckers. This is welcome. This is episode one. Uh, I'm your host Sarah, and I'm Jessica <laughs> or Jess. I'm Jess. <laughs> I don't know why I said my full name. <laughs> uh, and we I'm are... nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, we are uh, we're ready to spend a a horny monster filled hour <laughs> with whoever chooses to listen to this. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be fun. There can't just be two of us out here, right? There has to be more. Yeah. I think. Please um, join us in bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we'll do like a quick introduction for the first episode. Um, do you want to go first? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so, Jess, um, I'm, I put down here in my notes, on the verge of 30. <laughs> so, so not quite there yet. <laughs> um I live in Vancouver, Canada. I work in an arts administration. Um, I'm just getting into romanticy and smut and dark romance and oh my. And um, I, I also put here horniest for enemies to lovers. <laughs> I don't so. think I've, I've ever heard romancy before, but I love oh, really? that. Really? I don't think I yeah. have. That's the new thing. I love romance-y. that. That's my, that's my um, genre. Um, and on socials, I am just as a gosh darn mess. I don't Take it I, away. I don't think I ever realized that's what your handle was. You know, people think it's Jess's. Jess's? My name is like Jess's or Jess, Jessie. Yeah. But yeah, Jess is oh a gosh. gosh darn mess. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I am Sarah. I am probably closer to being on the verge of 40. Um, <laughs> not quite there yet. <laughs> um, I live in Orlando, uh, with my fiance and our large orange cat. Um, and I am a big lover of monster romance books. I am also a very big fan of villains. I love a villain. Uh, and I don't think they always have to be redeemed. What's your is... favorite monster? Ooh. <laughs> such a great question um maybe we can get to that <laughs> yeah maybe we can get to that i think i think so many it's hard to choose just one you know um so many limbs and tentacles <laughs> out there um and you can follow me on tails uh, <laughs> so many tails <laughs> tails <laughs> um i'm on social media under cloak and corset if you want to follow me as well um and we are also on social media as at Hissin and Kissin. That is H-I-S-S-I-N, no G on either one of them. Um, and on TikTok, we are hissin.kissin.pod. Perfect. Perfect. We're going to get good at uh, dropping those, I hope. <laughs> that is what we were just saying. Um, and, uh, and we met uh, we met for the first time in Disneyland. Yeah, that was, that was sort of funny, actually. <laughs> When, we just when, ran into each other. Yeah, Celeste, our friend, our mutual friend Celeste, was spinning as Luke Skywalker by the Millennium Falcon, 
and that is what brought us together. <laughs> <laughs> and then we uh, we realized we had a love of Kylo Ren and Ben Solo. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah and period romances and cosplay and then we both also realized that we were big fans of a uh, monster smut so i think i think that's I feel about like it those all go together in some way they do you know <laughs> yeah they, they do though i think i think fellow monster uh lovers and, and fuckers will understand that um yeah. so <laughs> so what we're gonna do is each week we're gonna pick a topic that we bring to the podcast um, we're going to put it out in the universe uh, a few days beforehand to, you know, if we do have listeners, if they want to contribute anything to this, uh, <laughs> this topic, we're hoping. Um, and our plan is to try to do this every two weeks if we can. Um, so that's that's really kind of the, the, the gist of it. Okay. And um, so so what is our first topic of, of our first ever monster fucking podcast, Jeff? Well, I feel like it's like the be all. Well, not yeah, not the be all end all, but like you know, it's it's the it's the original. Yeah. Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, the original like, what, monster mean, fucker. Yeah, it's the original monster fucker. Truly, that's what it is. Um, yeah. I think it's it's the gateway drug to okay. the monster fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, some other tropes that I'll get to. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start touching on that. Um, but this is this is one of my absolute favorites, and I definitely think it is the origin of my horny monster roots. Um, <laughs> so I did a little bit of research on sort of the background of Beauty and the Beast, and I won't take a super long time. Um, but it is originally a French uh, story, and it was first published in 1740. So it's a really old story. So people were like horny monster fuckers way back in the day. <laughs> and it wasn't really a uh, fairy tale at first. And it sort of got rewritten and abridged a few times before in uh, it was published as a children's story in 1756, which I think a lot of us realize, you know, uh, or were introduced to Beauty and the Beast through Disney. I think uh, the majority of people were. Um, but according to some researchers, this story is over 4,000 years old. So people were oh. very into it for a very long time. <laughs> um, and they said that the origin of the story was specifically intended for the preparation of young girls for arranged marriages, um, which is, you know. We love that. We love that. Um, but they say that, like, the because there's kind of um, no social classes in the original one, that um, it sort of reflected the social changes of the time, which I think is interesting. Um, and then there are lots of different versions, like folk versions of it. In Scandinavia, the beast is a horse. Uh, in Ooh. Greece, he was a snake. Eastern Asian, a serpent, which I sort of took to meant more dragon than snake. Uh, and then in weird old America, uh, <laughs> there are stories where he is a frog uh, and a lion, which I guess that makes sense when you think of like uh, kissing a frog prince. So I guess I could sort of see the origin there. Okay. Um, but we always have some like consistencies that brand the story, right? So we have a beast. He's usually mm -hmm. transformed by a fairy or a witch. Uh, we have the heroine, uh, Belle. Uh, beautiful, often humble. She's almost always wants a rose. Basic, but you know, we support it. <laughs> um, <laughs> she usually has a single dad. Uh that he's always the one that crosses the line and she's trying to like clean up after him. Um, wow. She usually steps in and trades spots with her dad. 
And um, the whole goal is that she has to fall in love with the exterior of the beast and look past all of the beastness to find the prince within. Although, you know, some of us might just like the beast as is. <laughs> uh, I, I go both ways. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything sort of that you want to add about, like, general tropes or anything like that, Jess, before we sort of dive into well, our... Uh, I think I want to get to that in a bit, but... Um... Uh, or you're, you're going to go into animated um, stuff, right? Um, but I think it's interesting that across cultures that the animal changes. I thought that was really I, interesting. So fascinating. And there were a lot more. There was, a, there was a version from Africa where he was part rhinoceros, which I thought was really wow. interesting. Um, so there's a lot of, of different appearances of the beast. And sometimes he's made up of sort of different parts, kind of like what we see in the Disney version as well. Um, mm. But that's interesting, sort of how, what is considered beastly, depending on where you are, or what might be mm-hmm. the scariest or the best for story, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the Canadian version would be. <laughs> a moose? A grizzly? A moose? <laughs> a polar bear? Listen, I don't know. moose are terrifying. They are. They will yeah. get you. Stay, stay and, away. And they, they swim, which is like... You know, a Canadian goose. Those fuckers are vicious. Oh, well, goose, goo, gooses? Ugh, geese cause chaos. Um, so they're already... <laughs> already said gooses, so we're doing great. Um, you know, and they're hissing. They're hissing, so it's podcast related. <laughs> exactly. They're, they're hissing, less kissing, though. Uh, <laughs> I love the idea of a Canadian goose. Uh, Beauty and the Beast story. I'll write it. I'll make it happen. Please do. I would love nothing more than to have that happen. They're going to use the gravy from the poutine (laughs) as the lube. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Um, uh, So we sort of divided up into our favorite, like, Beauty and the Beast story. Um, that's how we sort mm. of tackled this. And so um, I chose the, the classic animated one from 1991. I was six when it came out, but uh, I think I think it's a classic. Um, do you want me to talk about this first? Yeah, yeah, let's here? get in, yeah, get into it. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> mine relies on my mine relies on yours. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so this was the 30th Disney animated feature film to come out. And it was in the time that everybody calls the Disney Renaissance, which is like Aladdin, uh, other ones I can't think of off the top of my head. Hercules! Hercules! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it won the Golden Globe for Best Motion Picture at the time, musical or comedy. And it also became the first animated film to be nominated for an Academy Award. Um, and it, it won a few, which is pretty awesome. Um, and it was also the first Disney animated film to be adapted into the Broadway musical, which um, has some really great songs they added in there, I think. Um, for me, this this movie awakened something in me. I truly, <laughs> I truly feel that. <laughs> this is this is sort of my like loving of monsters. Um, number one, I'm a sucker for a musical, you know. Uh, number two, the beast was more attractive than the prince, and I stand by that. There's this moment <laughs> when he transforms from the beast into the prince, and he like looks up, and his nose flares, and I I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it with my whole soul that I'm just like, why, why would you do that? It's just it's I, not. 
I always hated his big feet when he became a human. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It just such a turnoff. <laughs> I don't know. They're almost bigger than his feet when he's a beast, too, which is yeah. like a weird flex. Um, <laughs> I just thought he was really handsome. And uh, I had a McDonald's toy of the beast, and I was, like, very obsessed with it. And I would, like, dance around with it. And then my dad ended up giving it to, like, the neighbor kid. And I was devastated. Fuck the neighbor kid. <laughs> I was devastated. Uh, so, so I ended up getting the Barbies. Which I so vividly remember because it was called, uh, it was called like Magic Kiss Barbie, and she had like a a lipstick that you put on Belle and you could kiss the Beast. But I was like so mad that the prince's head was like underneath the mask of the Beast, like it wasn't just a Beast doll. I was very put out by it. Um, but I also think the Beast in this has a has like a himbo energy, and I love a himbo energy. Um, I like like a, like a Cassian character, if you will. Um, mm. I think that's great. And uh, I also think this movie contributed to my love of ball gowns and period fashion, even though none of it is period accurate. <laughs> no, I just think definitely it's, uh, not. I think it's, uh, you know, fancy dresses and corsets, and that is really my, my MO. But I, I'm a big fan <laughs> of, of Beauty and the Beast, and I love the trope. Um, but I, I think he could stay a beast and be totally fine, especially in the animated version. I think he's a lot better looking. <laughs> As a beast. They could live happily ever after. They could. I mean, they clear. She was clearly fine with it. That's the thing, right? <laughs> she this, was. This is the thing. She's fine with it. She's fine with it, and she's almost startled when he becomes a human, which is my reaction as well. Like, <laughs> she's fine, you know. And she should have just. It should have been fine. But don't fix what's not broke. It wasn't broken exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my favorite you know beauty and the beast trope is that classic classic beast from 1991 uh just what about you what what is your favorite beauty and the beast kind of trope or media um well i got i got a, I, I got i got both okay. so i'm gonna make it my goal in every episode to bring up akatar <laughs> i love that by the in way, if you guys haven't finished form. the book, there will be spoilers as we talk. Oh, so. yes. Uh, yeah, some spoilers. Um, uh, so, um, if you don't know where Akatar is, it's a, a court of, thron- of thorns and roses, um, which is a fantasy series by um, American author Sarah J. Maas. Um, first released in, I think it was 2015? Has it been around um, that long? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's been writing for a long time, long time. Um, and um, it, it uh, covers a few other kind of folk tales, actually, mm-hmm. um, including uh, East of the Sun and West of the Moon, which is a Norwegian fairy tale. I won't get into that. And okay. Tam, Tam Lynn, which is a Scottish ballad. Um, but the main, um, the main kind of inspiration was Beauty and the Beast. Um, quick summary, summary, um, a young woman has to, is held captive by a beast, but he's also like a fairy male and, um, she has to, in the end, help break this curse, uh, 
on him. But the curse is not based off of his, his form. In this book, his beast form is just a second nature, like a second part of who he is. And he can alternate between forms uh, on his will. Uh, which is quite interesting. Um, but yes, I love it. Uh, but I, I, I love it mostly because of what it sprung, which is the whole series as True. a whole. Um, but Tamlin in his beast form, scary, but very into it. You know, when when they just roar at you? <laughs> you know, it's just that needs, really that like is, a good needs to be like a bumper sticker, like when they just roar at you. <laughs> when they just roar at you? I, I, it really tickled me in your notes. You wrote horny sound. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I was imagining something like, uh. <laughs> so, that's, there you go. That's what that is. Um, but, um, yeah, a lot of um, media that has drawn inspiration from Beauty and the Beast, there's a, there's a lot of tropes. I mean, because beauty and, beauty and a Beast is one trope in and of itself. Agreed. Um, so, like, I wrote in my notes, we need to talk about Shrek. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Shrek counts as a Beauty and the Beast retelling. In, yes. in a way, you know, there's a magical um, element. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody's cursed. Yep. And there is a beast form and a beautiful princess. And the day must be saved. Um, so, you know, consider Shrek in the same realm as Akatar. And yeah. I need to go home and think think about that later. <laughs> Uh, think about that. Is is Shrek Tamlin in this scenario? Uh, I don't. I feel. Like, I guess so. I feel like Shrek might be, uh, Farah. <laughs> <laughs> like a little reverse. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing that you know. Sh- that is the thing, eh? About in in Shrek, it's kind of the the beast is the beauty, f- and the beauty is the beast. Right. That, if that makes sense. No, it does. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a little it's a little twisted on its head. Um, so there's that trope, the Beauty and the Beast. Um, I also just want to do a quick side uh, note that in doing my research, I decided to search uh, Beauty and the Beast into archive of our own, and I just want to share a few. <laughs> I just want to share a few things that came up. I love this. I can't. I'm so, so excited. The very first um, search uh, result, uh, it was simply titled Beauty and the Beast, and it, <laughs> it was a um, uh, Louis Tomlinson and Harry Styles um, oh. fan fiction. All right. Okay. And some tags include loss of virginity, mm. large cock, <laughs> hybrid Harry Styles, demon Harry Styles. Bestiality, kind of rimming, and anyways, I won't go. I won't continue. Uh, and virgin sacrifice at the end. So, oh, I, you know, that's, that's I know. really interesting. Without reading that, there's a loss of virginity, but also a virgin sacrifice. Are they perhaps sacrificing one of the other uh, One Direction boys? <laughs> I don't know. I. They must be. We're, I'm seeing top Harry Styles, bottom Louis Tomlinson. You know that would be the case. Um, anyways, moving on. There was the second. The second top result was a Genshin Impact fanfic, uh, oh. but I know nothing about that. I don't know. So we're just, I'm gonna keep. Okay. No, and then there was a Teen Titans one. Oh. Which again, loss of virginity in this one, 
um, which is a common theme in Beauty and the Beast fan fictions. But my absolute favorite (laughs) was, again, just simply titled Beauty and the Beast. And this, from what I gathered from the tags, was Padme falling in love with Palpatine. (laughs) No! (laughs) So I'm just going to read the description. Okay. And then I'll stop there, lest we go on too long. Okay. Okay. Padme Dabari has always known that destiny has something different in store for her. After serving extended terms as the Queen of Naboo, she has finally settled down in Naboo and focusing on the matters of the heart, something she has evaded for a long time. Emperor Palpatine rules the galaxy and his reign is enforced by the much-dreaded Lord of the Sith, Darth Vader. Padme could never imagine meeting him, much less negotiating with him. Oh no, this... No, I was wrong. It's just just Darth Vader and Padme. Oh, okay. I was like, ooh, that's a... That's a lot. That's okay. (laughs) I wish it was Palpatine and Padme. Because that would have been wild. You would. Listen. (laughs) We like the, the wild and weird on this, so... We, yes, it's a we safe most sp- certainly do. <laughs> this is a safe space. <laughs> so, um, yes. Okay, so that I'm. That's enough with the <laughs> archive of our own. Um, back to tropes. Back to tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've also got being held captive. Yeah. Being held captive to fall in love with somebody. The, I don't know if that what the official name is for that, but I see that. Everywhere, everywhere. Oh gosh, what is the name for that? There is a specific name. There, yeah, there must be. I forgot it. Be. Hold on, let me figure it out. Um, keep going. And um, the one big thing I could think of that was this horrendous movie on Netflix. It's called Three Hundred Sixty Five Days or something like <laughs> no, that. Exactly you, what you're know, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so this gangster kidnaps this this woman that he saw like years ago. And he's like, I'm gonna keep you for held captive for one year. You have to fall in love with me, and that's. And then they have wild sex, like on a on a yacht, <laughs> and other places. It's a it's a book. Is it? It's, it's yeah. It was a book first, and then they made it into this Netflix show. Because I watched the second. I think I watched all three of them. Is the third one out? Oh God. Oh, it's also called Stockholm so. Syndrome. I can't believe I forgot that. Oh, Stockholm. Well, yes. Oh, Stockholm. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, no, I did watch that. Uh, yeah. And your thoughts? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's not good. Uh, no. It's not good. Did I watch it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think at one point I was watching it, and I feel like Brad walked in and was like, what are you watching? If you haven't seen it, it is incredibly graphic, especially for Netflix. Yes. Um, like, there it's was some questionable, like, they, they thought it was, like, real pornography it's it wasn't allegedly but some of it is very questionable um very. you're like ooh, ooh. um yeah it's not great and also i think the um the uh the girl does not make smart decisions the guy doesn't either no but, but they never do no they don't <laughs> they never do yeah uh it's very in it's very trendy with that like gangster romance kind of oh is, that is so in right now yeah which is like a what very monster the... within itself well, you, you sent me one recently of, like, um, a video on TikTok of, like, gangster ghosts. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going down some we're going down some weird pathways, guys, so buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's going to get weird. Only weirder. 
I think we should cover that book. Yeah, I think we should cover ghosts. That should be a, a whole uh, episode in itself, I think. Ooh. Yeah. I'm just thinking of that one um, scene from the Scream parody movies, Scary Movie. Uh-huh. And one girl gets fucked by a ghost. Anyways. <laughs> well, then there's the movie oh, yeah. Ghost. You've got that one. Oh, yes. That was much more romantic. Less yeah. sexy. But then you got... Except for... Like, Ghostbusters, where Dan Aykroyd is, like, levitating and having sex with a ghost. Oh, it... I forgot about that scene. Yeah! <laughs> We're definitely going to have to dive into to ghost fucking. I think I think that gonna... a monster. I, I, let's, let's call that episode Slimed. Oh, my God. I'm going to put that in the notes. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyways, tropes, tropes. Okay, and another trope is enemies to lovers, the classic. We love that one. We love we love that one. Yeah. Um, and all these elements are, are showing up in these um, contemporary romanticy. Um, um, they're called a new adult, I think. New adult romanticy um, book. So um, the Akatar series falls under that. Um, there's a fourth wing, which... Um, you have not read yet. Which I have not read, uh, but I hear it's slutty and great. It is. Um, and uh, I would even say the from uh, Blood and Ash series could fall under this okay, as well. I haven't read those bit. yet. This is good, this is good that one's nice and spicy. <laughs> it sounds like you're in a haunted house, by the way. <laughs> I, I kind of am. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm recording this from a building built in 1906, and oh. it's next to the old morgue, the old city morgue. Oh my gosh. Are you going to get slimed? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> It's been a while. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else that you want to share about beauties, beasties, any of the like before we sort of go to some some feedback, which I'm so excited that we got a little bit of feedback for our first episode. Oh yes, I'm very hyped. Uh, no, I think I think those are the main like the main things. Um, but I also want to say that um, all these like genre elements, the, the held captive, the beast, and the enemies to lovers, um, these are all <laughs> elements that can easily slip into horror <laughs> and oh, thriller. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And I think Quite a lot of the books and, and media that we're consuming nowadays sort of toes the line in between the two of those. Definitely. There, there's always a level uh, or an element of being scared, and that's like kind of pivotal to the plot but also like the arousal of it yes. all <laughs> no you're right you're absolutely a hundred percent correct yeah um yeah we should definitely like dive into that more in another episode like mm. maybe some of like psychology behind it Ooh. yeah technical okay Ooh. Yeah, science <laughs> <laughs> um so we put a question out into the universe um sort of asking our friends and followers what their favorite version of Beauty and the Beast was. Um, and we did get some feedback. I heard uh, I heard a lot of Twilight, which I think is great. Um, I don't understand that one. <laughs> I think I think when you look back on it, Edward is a little bit of a monster. And he's kind of like... Well, his personality-wise, yeah. <laughs> but, like, think. Like, she may not be at his house, but he's at hers all the time. It's almost like a reverse Stockholm. Well, I don't know. For me, I, I feel like 
vampires are just such in a realm of their own that I mean they are monsters, but like I never associated them with like the beastly form of Fair monsters. Enough. Fair enough. Um, um, we heard the 1946 movie Beauty and the Beast um, because it was iconic and beautiful. Um, this person said they loved the practical effects, the dramatic style, and the lighting design. Um, mm. And I also heard from the uh, the one in the 80s with Ron Perlman. Uh, and then they did a reboot on the CW, uh, I want to say a few years ago, but it was honestly probably 10. Um, so it's one of those things that keeps coming back up in media. Mm. Um, they keep rebooting it. Um, the, the Back to the Twilight, it said... Uh, uh, that's sort of the trope. It goes either way for either Edward or Jacob. So either one could mm-hmm. be the beast, which fair enough. That's, that's true, actually. Um, we got another um, cool. Akatar, and then we mm-hmm. we also got the Shape of Water. I thought that was interesting. I did too, and I I wouldn't necessarily think of that as a Beauty and the Beast, but it it kind of is. It kind of has those and elements. Um, but she transforms it's, at the end. It's magical. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 magical. There's an element of being held captive. Yeah, but for the beast yeah. this time. For the beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, the beast is held captive in his own yeah, story as well. Yeah, that's true. That is. He's true. imprisoned in his castle. This is true. Um, I think I think we're definitely going to cover Shape of Water in the future. Oh um, yeah, like um, oceanic monsters or something. Yeah, like sea definitely creatures? sea creatures. Because I feel like mermaids are their own thing, and krakens are their own thing. But we've definitely got oh, yeah. like a like a sea monster, sea creature kind of category coming up. Um, we can call that episode webbed fingering. <laughs> I don't know. You're too clever. Um, <laughs> and then we got a book recommendation. Um, for a book called Bonded by Thorns. It is... A you know, I have heard of this. I started reading it. I think that's how you heard of it. I think I was... Was I telling you about it, maybe? Probably, actually, yeah. Um, it's a Why Choose book, which is... And it's um, a reverse harem, which means that the main character, uh, usually a female, does not have to choose her happy ending, choose one person to be with. She chooses to be with all of them. So this is a Beauty and the Beast with four beasts in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they said uh, they loved the audiobook and they absolutely loved it. And the sequel audiobook comes out in the fall. So that's that's one we can look out for as well. I've been very into reverse harem books lately. I think they're fascinating. Yeah, you. I learned what that is for the first time. Because <laughs> of you. And then I subsequently went, read like a... What was it? Uh, reverse harem of um, Wendy and the Lost Boys, but adults. Oh, adults. oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, ooh. That, was, that was my foray. It was, I don't know if I like it. Sometimes it's, sometimes I think it's it's done better than others. Um, mm. So I think it, it doesn't always, uh, it doesn't always fly with me, but sometimes I think it's really well done. So. Um, I think if there's some conflict in there, I, I, oh, I yeah. think it's too easy if she's being passed around. <laughs> oh, oh no, there's definitely the one I I, I read one uh, that was definitely like high conflict. Um, oh, good. The, the, yeah, there was there was very different types of guys. Um, I've actually now I'm thinking about it. I've read a couple. I, I read one where they one one was like a, a werewolf, and one was oh. like a 
I want to say a mutant and the other one was death. Very different. Each one was very different. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I digress. <laughs> um, but if you guys, uh, if you're listening, if we have any listeners, uh, if you have a favorite Beauty and the Beast, um, let us know. Uh, send us a message on Instagram. You can send us an email, hissinandkissinpodcast at gmail.com. Is that right? Did I say that right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, Hissin and Kissin podcast, uh, no G's, H-I-S-S-I-N-A-N-D-K-I-S-S-I-N podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what your favorite Beauty and the Beast is. Um, let us know what monster fucking topic you would like for us to uh, discuss. Um, and I have a question for yeah. for you and for anyone listening. Okay. I, I just, I've been thinking about this leading up to this episode. Mm-hmm. Do, do, are werewolves their own category or are they part of Beauty and the Beast? Ooh, I think, I think there's like a, like a crossover, right? Like werewolves can be okay. their own thing. There's a Venn diagram, if you will. Beauty <laughs> and the Beast and werewolves crossover. Okay. Um, I'll, some werewolves can be Beauty and the Beast, but not all werewolves can be Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, gotta have yeah. the tropes in there to make it. Yeah. I think that's what I'm hearing. You gotta have a beast. You gotta have some sort of captivity. Enemies to lovers, sort of. Mm-hmm. Some horniness. Some horniness. Mm. Um, a little Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Um, roses and, and maybe some books. I hear people like books, reading. There's there's Ooh. there's oftentimes a reading element, even in like Akatar. Yes, she couldn't read. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a reverse bell. <laughs> um Yeah, so uh anything else we can think of before we wrap up? Um what can we say? I don't know. Should we plug anything? Is that what people do at the end of podcasts? Plug our own podcast? Or plug? Yeah. Plug, yeah. Yeah. Hissing and kissing. <laughs> L- listen to it. Uh, I hope you guys like it. I hope you send in uh, suggestions of what mm. you'd like to hear. Um, we are we are not afraid to, to tackle it or cover it or go over it. No, and we, we kind of chose a, a bit of an easy topic to, to get going because this is kind of uh, content that we've consumed already, but we are spread open and willing to re- <laughs> read or watch new things. Yeah, we're, we're open to yeah. it. Uh, we don't really have anything too taboo, I don't think, uh, within reason, I guess. Um, but yeah, within got, reason. Yeah, uh, but we've got... We've got a we've got a list that we're making. We'd love to add some to it. Uh, we're hoping to do some, you know, werewolves, vampires, krakens, tentacles, Halloween monsters, ghosties, Ooh. Bigfoot, mm-hmm. Mothman, um, <gasps> Jersey Devil, Jersey Devil. <laughs> we, we've got we've got oh options. cryptids, cryptids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we're we're excited to like really dive into it. We hope you guys listen and like it. And. Um, I think that's and it. Subscribe? I don't know. Do we have a subscribe? <laughs> yeah, oh, just subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. Uh, th- you should be able to subscribe. Um, so subscribe, follow us. And, and follow, uh, yeah. 
And um, yeah, thanks for uh, spending a horny little hour with us. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>